Can you feel it, Nelson? Are, are we climbing out of the depths of COVID-19 to possibly get sports back sooner rather than later? What a wild 48 hours. There's a lot of revealing going on in the past, yeah, 24, 48 hours. Even if you go back all the way to Friday when we weren't sure what was going to happen, if there was going to be sports, a little of this and a little of that. Well, if you just wait a little bit and have a little patience. Some good things might happen to you. Welcome on in the Joe and Ebo show. Uh, day check. Today is Tuesday, correct? Yep. Today is Tuesday, in case you forgot. Um, during your social distancing and your quarantine and whatnot. So there's, we, we you know, we're one day closer to this dumb day stuff to be over. Day 27 without sports. Day 27 without sports. A lot of stuff to talk about today. But before I uh, opine on that, if you missed it, Yesterday, we crowned a champion in Joe and Ebo's mythical March Madness bracket. Indeed, your Wisconsin Badgers hoisted the trophy for the March Madness bracket, the mythical March Madness bracket. They took down Oregon yesterday in a landslide. Landslide. Wisconsin, uh, who'd they beat, Nelson? Eastern Tennessee State, then they beat Kentucky, Kentucky, Kansas, Kansas, Duke. Duke. Then Maryland in the final four and took down Oregon yesterday in the championship Perfect. round to be March Madness 2020 champions. Oh my God. All right, Nelly, how was your night last night? Did you do anything fun, exciting? Did you <laughs> so, go for a walk? Same old, same old, right? Yeah. <laughs> Living the uh, quarantine life. Same crap. Another walk. More different Netflix. Day. Doesn't even, like, you know, same crap, different day. Doesn't even feel like a different day, though. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. It only feels different when you have to come into work. Yeah, <laughs> and we're both thankful to still be working, so that is that is nice. Uh, everyone out there affected, um, I hope for a speedy recovery from all these terrible economic times, and you come back stronger than ever. Speaking of stuff, dude, we got some things to talk about when it comes to professional sports. First, the NFL releases the all-decade team. We got to talk about that. The draft is still a go. The NFL draft, that is, is still a go. And there is uh, some some news slowly trickling out about that. A fully virtual NFL draft? Could we be seeing you know, history be made with uh, GMs forced to work from home and picking their selections from home all via teleconference and whatnot? We'll talk about that if, you know, how you would run it. And then Nelson... First, it was what Adam Silver, the NBA's commissioner last night, talking about how the NBA didn't know anything when it comes to coming back to crowning a 2019-2020 champion. Will they play games? Adam Silver has said they don't know and won't know until they reconvene on May 1st. They won't know more until May 1st, and then they're going to see what can be done. So I was a little disappointed about that last night. Talking about, man, the nut-kick continuum of all Wisconsin sports. You know, how many times do we, have we seen Wisconsin sports just kind of get kicked right in the goodies when it comes to championship games or, you know, uh, NFC championship games? Then you have play other playoff games. How many times have we been kicked right in the goodies? And that's what I thought it was with the 2019-2020 Milwaukee Bucks. But then... MLB comes out of nowhere to say that they're eyeing up a return in May 
First, NBA says they're not sure what they're going to do. They'll reconvene May 1st. Then MLB comes out to say that they're going to return to play possibly in May. Dude, could we? I, I wore my Brewer shirt today just for that. Could we be getting sports, or should I say baseball, May 1st? Did you you saw the just, story? I, right? What was just last week? They were eyeing July fourth. Yeah, July. And 4th. we were we were saying, oh, we can do this. July fourth, perfect day. Yeah. And then yesterday, all of a sudden, it was June, and now today they're eyeing late May. Late May for baseball, and it kind of goes with um into what I saw for in Dane County here, or I guess I guess Wisconsin actually. Wisconsin had when it comes to the COVID nineteen the peak quote-unquote, peak of the pandemic. First, I heard from the news organizations that it was going to be, like, May 28th. Then it was May 22nd. And then I heard it was early May. And then the news organizations told me it was going to be late April. Now, yesterday, I see with the COVID-19 peak in Wisconsin, is going to be, like, April 17th. They keep pushing this date closer and closer and closer. That's 10 days away. They said the, quote-unquote, peak? Nelson, of this pandemic, is going to be in 10 days. Initially, they said it was what? 2.2 million would die? Was that in America? Yeah, but... uh, And then it was... Also, wasn't it... uh, Late peak, now it's This peak was supposed to be like two weeks ago, too, though, at the start. So So. uh, everything's changing rapidly every single day. Screw COVID-19. I'm here more focused on sports. NBA says May 1st. They'll reconvene and kind of talk things out. Then you got Major League Baseball saying, hey, we're eyeing up a return in May. So, I mean, let's talk about it. MLB discusses their return to play in May. And don't get your hopes up yet, all you fans out there. You won't be able to attend yet. We will be able to watch it possibly. No fans. But they're talking about playing all games in Arizona. Did you, I mean, you saw that, right? First, there yeah, it was, what, in Florida and Arizona or one of the other? We and, talked about that a little bit yeah, yesterday. I was thinking about it yesterday. How would you be able to have some of the teams in Arizona and some of the teams in Florida, and they don't want them to fly and all kind of be quarantined? I don't think that would work out too well, right? And now I'm looking at it. They're talking about, well, because in Florida, the proximity of um, of those base minor league baseball clubs, it's a it's a huge, huge uh, radius of miles in Arizona, it's a lot closer and could work out a lot better. Isn't it all like a, it's all like a fifty mile radius? Yeah, I think f- isn't it Phoenix and maybe is it Tempe? Yeah, it's all like a fifty mile radius in Arizona and in uh, Florida. I think they said it was about a t- over a two hundred mile radius. So obviously they want to keep. Yeah, here it is. Uh, Arizona's advantage is ten spring training ballparks plus the Arizona Diamondbacks Chase Field are all within 50 miles of each other. Florida spring training ballparks are spread out by as much as 220 miles. So the reason why they want to do all this, obviously, is to keep everyone in the same vicinity, in the same area, continuing to quarantine, continuing to test when it comes to COVID-19 and the coronavirus, which there are many different strands of coronavirus. COVID-19, obviously, the one with the pandemic, but they want to keep everyone all in the same general area. That's why they're looking at Arizona because it's a 50 mile radius. They can also use chase field when Florida spring training ballparks are spread out by as much as 220 miles. 
So that's why Arizona is the target. And they're talking about as early as May is the potential plan. Oof, how does that make you feel to hear that news, Nelson? Because we've had a lot of bad news the past couple weeks. I couldn't – what's one – besides the NFL draft still going on as planned, has there been any good news when it comes to sports? No. <laughs> I mean, there really hasn't because there really hasn't been a lot of news, right? Yeah. The only news you've been hearing about sports is, oh, it's July 4th. Oh, we're hoping college football plays. Oh, we're hoping NFL season can play. It's all. It was all getting pushed farther and farther and farther back. It's nice to kind of see those fences coming in. Yeah, totally. I guess, hey, we do have some other good news when it comes to professional sports, and it's courtesy of our guy Dana White. Dana White is, 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 man, I would call it a power move, wouldn't you? I don't want to say what it is right now, but we're going to talk about it uh, later on in the show. But this is a power move when it comes to the UFC press, Dana White. I still White. think he underpays his fighters, oh, but yeah. Dana White is the man. Dana White, if this all pulls, if this all goes through and he can pull this off, Dana White will cement himself as one of the greatest in professional sports. Because you still got WWE going on, Vince. You, you, you got to give Vince I've heard McMahon. Mixed, I've heard mixed reviews though on it. Like some people say they don't mind it. Other people are like, "This is kind of dumb." There's True. no fans. It, it, like I'm putting that aside if I if it's dumb or not. But I'm I'm giving Vince McMahon credit for still having WWE go on for some source of inter- entertainment. I'll give him credit for that. I'm not a big WWE. Have guy. you turned it on? I've watched a few highlights on Twitter. Because I have not. I have not physically turned it on. But I know a lot of people out there have, and a lot of people out there enjoy it, and it's getting them through these tough times when there's literally nothing. But you got to give Vince McMahon credit for continuing the product to go on. Dana White is like some will cement himself as one of the greatest showmen and presidents of a yeah, sports businessman. league. A businessman. Yeah, Vince McMahon, great businessman. Dana White, if this if he can pull this off, what an incredible businessman. So we'll talk about that coming up, but I want to get back to baseball here. I mean, what a what a night of two of two different stories. NBA's commissioner Adam Silver says they're going to reconvene on May 1st to even get an idea of what they're going to do when it comes to the regular season. And they were initially talking about Nelson playing in Vegas or playing in the Bahamas. You know, Bahamas had this big ballroom and hotel that they were going to convert into like an NBA village, kind of like they have Olympic Yeah, they've villages. been kind of quiet, though, lately, haven't they? Like, Adam Silver hasn't said too much. Yeah, the only thing that Adam was Silver like, said. Wasn't the Bahamas and ballroom in Vegas like a idea? week like, ago. Yeah, a week or two, two week ago. week and a half. And then it was, yeah, the first it was the ballroom in the Bahamas and have all the NBA teams, you know, stay there. Then it was, you know, maybe we're going to do all of this in Vegas in a deserted casino because, you know, Vegas is shut down. We're going to... They were going to take an old casino, or a uh, casino. I don't know if it's old or not, but they're going to take a casino. Well, it'd be empty. Empty <laughs> casino. Yep. And we're going to convert it into an NBA village, and we're going to you know, crown a 2019-2020 champion there and play out the tournament and whatnot. That's been pretty quiet after about a week or two. And now Adam Silver has said, yeah, we don't know. He's, he literally said, we don't have any answers. I think he said we had more answers when the league first shut down, when Rudy Gobert was tested positive, than we have now. So they'll meet May first to talk See, about what's going to happen. Doesn't that doesn't that come off as kind of weird though? It does. With baseball having all these ideas or potential yes potential times to start. Because there's a lot more players in baseball. Later, 
and now all of a sudden the NBA was so we are going to have this championship. Yeah, very we are strange. going to play it, and now all of a sudden Adam Silver backed off. I'm telling you, I think LeBron's scared of the Bucks. <laughs> LeBron is definitely scared of the Bucks. He doesn't want to be. De- I mean, Giannis already dethroned him and put the crown on in front of LeBron when the Bucks beat the Lakers earlier in the season. Plus, potentially a superpower no longer is patented. True, and you got to think LeBron's relationship with China is kind of wavering right now with Oof. everything going on. His psyche just not there. Yeah, I mean, because he's kind of a mouthpiece for him. But so you have Adam Silver coming out and giving that kind of answer that they don't know what they're going to do. And May 1st, they're going to kind of go back to the drawing board and talk about it. How awesome is it that after that, MLB comes out and says, screw it, we're eyeing up May, and we're going to Arizona, we're taking all the 30 teams with us, and we're going to play in empty ballparks, and we're going to get this season underway. Incredible. What a, what a, what a range of emotions yesterday, Nelson. Incredible. I still will be pretty sad. I know you're not the biggest NBA guy, but I feel like you would want a champion, right? Yeah. Don't you want I mean, a champion? Going through, what did they play? Roughly 65-ish games out of 82? Yes. And then all of a sudden not having a, a finish for the season, not being able to crown a champion, it just feels like you you were let down, right? Totally. Especially when, I mean, it's been brought up many times on the show, the Bucks have had... A lot of seasons that have been pretty few and far between, and for one to be the best team in the NBA at the the time of the pandemic breaks out, pretty crappy timing. I mean, wouldn't this just be the ultimate? So I have the nut kick continuum. It's it's being a Wisconsin sports fan, you have suffered many nut kicks from NF, like I said, NFC Championship games, uh, NCAA Championship game when Justice Winslow touched the ball. You have the Seahawks in that NFC Championship game where the Packers had a 99-point-whatever-percent chance of winning that game. You have the Brewers who were, you know, NL- NLCS against the Dodgers, and then they could have done it if Wade Miley maybe pitched one more inning. And then you have, you know, insert insert, you know, thing here when it comes to your team getting so close to winning it all to just be ripped ripped away, and then you kicked in the nuts by whatever it was because it always seemed to be some kind of BS reason. Would this be the ultimate nut kick, Nelson? The Bucks, the best team in the league by far with the reigning MVP who is probably going to win it again. Is it the biggest nut kick that COVID-19 would uh, possibly make the Milwaukee Bucks the best team in the NBA who were just desperate to hoist a title, cancel the rest of the season? Is that the ultimate nut kick? Like for the Bucks, you're wondering why can't they? Why can't a pandemic like this break out when we're winning 15 games? Right, like 20 what was that 2013-14 season? Like, like that in itself made a lot of people in Wisconsin sick. Yeah, like of how bad that team 15 was. games. I that was Giannis's rookie year, and they were bad. They're, yeah, they won 15 games. Like it's terrible. Just looking at the roster, you go, how did this team even play in the NBA? God, I wonder if I can name people on that roster. Carlos Delfino, Giannis's rookie year. Can you pull it up? I yeah, I, I'm going to. I, I would love to see if I can. Was John was John Salmons on that too? Are right, you pull it up? If he was, he was way past his prime. <laughs> we'll cross him up. One of those guys was dead. We'll cross him off the list then. You got the? Do you have? You got it in front of you? Uh, yes. All right. Here we go. Larry Sanders. Larry Sanders was on there. Uh, Ursan, wasn't he? Wasn't he hurt? Yeah. Ursan Ilyasova. 
Irsan was on there. Uh, Zaza? Ooh, I think Zaza might have been in the Hawks. No Zaza. He might have been in the Hawks. Okay. Um, no, no, yeah, yeah, he was. Yep, he was, he was there. Zaza? Okay. Uh, Carlos Delfino? Not seeing him. Really? You want me to just go down the roster? Yeah, I'll see if I can name him, but yeah, might as well. Jeff Adrian. I wouldn't have got him. Giannis. Yep. Karan Butler. Yep. That was when Karan came back for his (laughs) swan song for Milwaukee because he's a Milwaukee guy. John Henson. Yep. Stunk. Totally stunk. Ursan Ilyasova. I love her sanity. Brandon Knight. Oof. Before they traded him. Good move trading him. (laughs) OJ Mayo. Yep. Chris Middleton. Yep. Tony Mitchell. Oof, when they got Tony Mitchell. Gary Neal. Oh, yeah, I remember Gary Neal. Zaza Pachulia. Yep. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know how to say this one. Mirzlov oh, to- Radajika. Oh. oh, I even forget how to say his name. You butchered it, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. If he, he was he, good. He was part of a 15. Yeah, if he was good, team. we'd know how to say it. Uh, Luke Ridnour. Luke Ridnour. Yeah. Larry Sanders. Yep. Ramon Sessions. Oh, Ramon Sessions. DJ Stevens. <laughs> I forget. I even. I, oh, this guy's. He played at Baylor. He kept Udo. Oh, dude. I forgot about that. Nate guy. Walters. Oh, little Nate Walters. And Nate Chris Walters. Wright. Yikes. <laughs> What's more of a nut kick? That team or the one that is this year? It might be a canceled NBA season when they could have won it all. First, it was the NBA saying they're going to meet on May 1st because they don't have any answers. They said they know they know less now than they did when the league first got canceled when Rudy Gobert was tested positive, which makes no sense to me. But I guess then it kind of does because when you look at the time frame and what's going on, no one knows what's going on. Hell, they said the the uh, peak of the COVID-19 pandemic in Wisconsin was going to be May, like late May. It was like May 28th. Then it was May 22nd. Then it was early May. Now it's May 17th I saw yesterday. So it's a, it's an ever-moving timeline. I, I heard April like 28th. It, it was. And then yesterday another one Got came moved? out and said May or April 17th. Oh, did April I say, did I say May? I meant yeah. first it was May, and then it kept moving yeah. down. And then it was April like, 28th. And then yesterday. I originally heard like, yeah. Memorial Day. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. At first, it was May 28th, and it was May 22nd, then it was early May, and then I heard uh, April 27th or 28th, and then yesterday I read that the peak in Wisconsin was going to be April 17th. So it's a constant moving, a different moving target. Well, thankfully, it's moving closer, you know, so we can't really put a, a date on when sports are going to come back, but then MLB came out and said, we're going to do it in middle to late May. And we're going to move all the teams to Arizona, the 30 teams, and we're going to do it and get it done. And we're, they're going to use the spring training facilities, and they're going to use Chase Field. Because if you go to Arizona, all of the spring training facilities are all within a 50-mile radius. If you were to do it in Florida, it's a 220-mile radius. So yeah. they want to keep it all close and together. And it used to be uh, a little larger because uh, you had some teams playing down in Tucson back in the day. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you're all right there in Scottsdale, Phoenix, Tempe area, uh, 12 stadiums. Yeah. it's. I mean, there's not going to so – one of our resident Stoughton Boozers, Knutson, texted Nelson and I, and he said, we're doing a, a Brewers bus trip to Arizona. As much as I would love to do that, here's the thing. There's still no fans allowed in. It's going to be in empty stadiums. Tailgate? I, we could. <laughs> do you think they'd come out with like and like hose us down because 
we'd be tailgating and we'd be definitely <laughs> D- be closer than D- six Lau- feet. D- yeah, it's like, well, you guys are playing. How come we can't tailgate? Like that just goes yeah. hand in hand. Turn, with on, me. turn on the radio. Be six feet apart. We could also figure out a way to uh, use some of those extra kegs. Because oh, yeah. a, a long road trip to Arizona could be a long... Yeah, we'll take those extra kings from yeah. your Fra- uh, Frank distributor. Get that we'll mega take... bus? Oh. Yeah, we could get the double-decker mega bus. Because yeah. Nelson and I had the option. Nelson, wasn't there an option to have a, a double-decker bus? There is that potential. So we could potentially do six... I mean, Do you even need to make it to Arizona? I figured we could just drive around. Yeah. Like... And, I don't think we. Yeah, we could just drive I mean, around the greater Madison area. Everybody chip in for gas, dude. It's, it's gonna be cheap. <laughs> well, we promise we'll all stay six feet away, as as best as we can. You, and then what we're gonna do? Up. You gotta figure out how many seats are on a bus, and then how many rows well, you have to take out due to the six feet. Because I'm missing bars bad. I found a bunch of those drink tokens in a drunk drawer I was cleaning out yesterday, and I cried a little bit. Because I miss my bars. Like, I miss going to a bar just to have a drink. Have you done one of those, like, uh, I think we take the Google, Google Hangout happy hours or anything like that? I Formed haven't one yet. of those with anybody? I haven't yet. I um, haven't yet either. By the way, I heard that Zoom, like... Oh, they're getting hacked. Yeah, that, that's the hacker's, like, big thing now. Yeah. Their next thing that everyone's hacking is the Zoom teleconference, and they're able to do it with ease. Oh, yeah. And I also heard that in the Zoom teleconference, you can send secret, you can send private messages yep. to people. But at the end of the Zoom teleconference, they publish all of the comments, and they even publish the private comments that you were talking crap to people about. So be careful with that. And everyone's getting hacked because of the Zoom teleconference, because of the security on it is like there's no security. So, anyways, what we're gonna do, RJ, as I'm missing the bars, I'm not I'm not gonna do the teleconference thing with Zoom yet. I'm, I haven't I haven't hit that point yet. But what we're going to do is we're going to do a double-decker party bus and go out of the, all of the bars that we miss and go stand in the parking lot and stare at them <laughs> and drink beer, those, those kegs that they have for Frank Distributors. What do you think about that? Sure. That'd be a good idea. All right, so Nelson, can you verify for this for me? You have, you have Dish, correct? Yep. Has Dish worked out a deal to get Forks, no. Fox Sports Wisconsin back? No. Or Fox Sports in general? Okay. That's pretty lame, dude. So Lit Bucky, yeah. Lit Bucky 92. <laughs> correct. And I think if you – I'm. That's, that sucks for you. And I think if you have Sling, you're also affected by that as well. So LitBucky92 on Twitch, which you can stream the show on Twitch. What's up? Just search my name. Ebo says, hit the uh, follow button. So with the Brewers having their own spot in Arizona, do you think FSN Wisconsin will be carrying the Brewers games and potentially dive into other clubs' games if possible as a way to bring in more TV revenue? I think it'd be more of an MLB network thing. Yeah. You have I, as little people there as possible. Because they have their contracts. Yeah. And that's why Nelson doesn't get it on Dish, and that's why Sling people don't get it, because they're in a contract negotiation, right? That's what it is. Yeah. About them carrying it, which you figure they'd want to get that deal done sooner than later so they can, I don't know, yeah. start getting that I, extra I, revenue in. I would say MLB network for TV and... What about just straight up Fox? Some, some local... No, that'd be a good idea, straight yeah. up Fox. Fox to, or FS1, I know they've been playing. To get it on to you, yeah, you, national, more TV. Because yeah, everyone's hurting for money. Okay, well, then I would say you got two there. Or maybe even throw TBS in there so you can do three games at a time. Because I think you'd want as little people there as possible to put together a production. Yes. Um, I would just take one cam- stationary camera, like, behind home plate. Like, and I would take there that. it goes. Where? Where? What, where did it go? It doesn't matter. It and doesn't matter. safe we, at third. I can't tell. doesn't matter. Well, at least we got a camera out there. 
No. Or, or would they uh, say, screw the rules, screw the rules. Screw the rules. <laughs> screw you guys. And they bring, in, they bring in every regional or team's broadcast, and that's how you get just a ton of eyes on there, and therefore they strike a deal. Well, <laughs> do you think in this time where everyone's hurting for money and you got to think they're just hemorrhaging, like every, every sports network has got to be just hemorrhaging money, do you think there'd ever be a time when they'd be like all come together and be like, all right, let's air these games all solely on Fox? I don't think that would happen, though. Everyone's got to get their own nut. Well, I mean, it's Fox Sports is the parent company of like all those FS. You think they do it regionals? Though? Yeah. You think so? I feel like everyone would kind of hold out and be like, well, we want to get our nut for what we already had in, in place. But you know, you can simulcast it on on those stations. You just have the the national broadcast. Nelson, do you think in these trying times that Dish and or if you have Sling would actually work out a deal to bring back? Fox I think if I think if F, FS Wisconsin was allowed to go in and film because what else are people going to be watching after the draft you don't have anything especially if basketball doesn't come back right now if you're not you know neck deep in the NFL draft you're really not doing anything besides Netflix or who knows what yeah yard work well and another thing you if Fox goes out and does that you know they can have the bro- a broadcast on Fox, then simulcast on you know FS Midwest um, and FS Wisconsin if the Cardinals and the Brewers are playing. Mm-hmm. You allow both of those two other networks to keep their sponsorship dollars because games are being played. Yeah, we can see David Gruber. <laughs> uh, we, I mean, we can see all those. Uh, um, we can see all those commercials that are normally in game. So, yeah, if Fox could be there, you know, I'm pretty sure ESPN would nudge its way in there to do their Monday night baseball or Wednesday night baseball, whichever one's the big one now. Um, Sunday night. And then, yeah, you have uh, TBS there to do their Saturday afternoon game or Sunday afternoon game, whichever one, you know. And, you know, sorry, but if you have – the the Fox Sports Network is probably the most you see because I mean yeah you see like Fox Sports Detroit all that and uh it you, you strike a deal with Fox you cover a lot of teams um as opposed to you know some of them have NBC sure. or like the Yankees have the Yes Network the Yes Network um and you know the sure go to the highest bidder and then are the Cubs still with WGN. I don't believe so. I don't believe so either. Well, here's the th- I think the White Sox are now. Here's what I've always thought, and this could be a perfect time for this to happen and to bring hope back to everyone and to smile on everyone's face. I've always proclaimed that if, like, we're in the state of Wisconsin. So let's use what? Wisconsin for, yeah, believe it Ooh, or not. Wow. Here you go. Uh-oh. September 27, 2019, saying goodbye to the Cubs, a salute to 72 years on WGN. Oh, there you go. There so last year was their last year. I wonder if they have their uh, their own network now or something like that. Here's what I've always thought, though. Don't really care. As a Wisconsin Knight, <laughs> if you were born, it's just a channel that I could also. If you were born in the state of Wisconsin, it's your birthright to cheer for the Packers, the Badgers, the Brewers, and the Bucks. Like that's your birthright. You are, even if like my brother, for example, my youngest brother is a Chicago Bears fan for some god awful reason. No idea why. Is he okay? I think he's a little touched. Grew up in a Packers household. 
we all cheered for the Packers. For some reason, he became a Bears fan. I have, I have no clue why. Does because he like he likes I, he doesn't, underachievement? I, no, he doesn't. I don't understand it. So I've, I've told him forever. I'm like, Nick, it is your birthright to be a Packer fan. <laughs> you can shed your allegiance to the Chicago Bears for whatever reason why it is you have it, and you can become a Packer fan whenever you want. Like, it, that's your birthright. I always thought your birthright, too, is to see your sports teams in your state on network TV for free. Packers, Badgers, Brewers, Bucks. I've always felt like you shouldn't have to have pay more to see, like, get a special package like Fox Sports Wisconsin or whatever. I feel like it should be on free over-the-air TV in your state. For Wisconsin. The basic extended cable the, now? The Packers, the Badgers, the Brewers, and the Bucks should all be on over-the-air broadcast TV, not Big Ten Network, not Fox Sports Wisconsin, et cetera. You should be able to – it's your birthright oh, do you, to watch um, these teams. In this time right now with, like, Nelson struggling with, with Dish, trying to fight Fox Sports Wisconsin, or everyone who has Sling trying to fight with Fox Sports Wisconsin, whatever their deal they're trying to strike, you can't watch your sport, your team. In this trying time of COVID-19 and all this BS – all Wisconsin sports should be aired and broadcasted over the parent company on network-free television. Good luck with that. Wouldn't that bring the ultimate equalizer, for, the great like bringer together for people in Wisconsin? Everyone's suffering right now, like like Nelson, if the Brewers were to come back. Poor Nelly couldn't watch it because Dish Network doesn't carry Fox Sports Wisconsin. How about Fox <laughs> broadcast every Brewers game over their airways? What the hell else are they going to broadcast? There's nothing else going on. Uh, Seinfeld reruns? That's been going on since 1992. There you go. Like, let's let's put it over <laughs> free TV for everyone to watch. That way, more revenue will come in for advertisers to pay money, and people can be like, have eyes on TV, and Fox can still get their nut, or NBC, or CBS, or ABC. It's the problem here. I, I know. I, the, did the you watch uh, whatever, any but, of that college football documentary that ESPN did for 150? Uh, no, I don't. Think they so. did a whole episode on. TV contracts and all that. Oh, no, I, I haven't seen that. It, no. it, it's actually pretty amazing how the NCAA ran it for a while, picked like six teams. Two of them were Ohio State and Michigan to play all the time, and that's why those became national brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Notre Dame has always had pretty much their own network on NBC ever since yeah, the Notre dawn Dame Broadcasting of time. Company. Yeah, NBC. Um, but so they did that. Teams started complaining because only certain teams were – reaping the benefits of yeah. being a national brand. Yeah. Then it devolved into uh you know individual teams grouping together to make TV contracts. Then it was given to the conferences and then the conferences decided, "Hey, we can make our own money off of this." So it all devolved into uh basically the greater good not being good enough. It's it- Money corrupts all. Obviously, everyone's in it to get money. But I highly suggest it if you haven't. Yeah, seen it. no, it's, it's I mean, pretty Trump, interesting. RJ, I got time. Yeah, there's not really if much you got to ESPN watch. ESPN Plus, it's on there. <laughs> I got time to watch some stuff here. I'm just saying, in these times, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it put a smile on everyone's face? Let's say baseball comes back in May, like they're talking about right now. When you know, wouldn't it be phenomenal if, like Nelson, <laughs> if baseball's back, you you can't watch it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Be, I would only be able you to watch Brewer watch games it. on obviously ESPN, MLB Network. Yeah, you can't watch or, the majority of games. Yeah, FS1. 
but that's probably affecting a lot of people. And you know, in these times too, if people are laid off of work and not getting money, you got to start cutting b- expenses. I would imagine ca- cable would be one of the first to go because mm-hmm. cable's expensive. Let's put sports during this pandemic over free, over the air broadcast television. Get that YouTube TV. I'm just saying, bro. Yeah, I only got to watch like five or six Bucks games this year because obviously they're on FS Wisconsin. Wouldn't that be the the for the money hungry mongrels up there and those TV networks? Wouldn't that be something that would bring a smile across everyone in the nation? In your region, you would Probably. get those games that you could watch over free over the air TV. Let's do the right thing. You know thing. what's the absolute worst though? Is like if the um, the Bucks were playing on NBA TV, I couldn't get it because it says that the uh, the packages should still be on FS Wisconsin. It's dumb. So it gets blocked out oh, of my yeah. area. It's so dumb. So I still can't watch it. It's your birthright, Nelson, to watch it as a Wisconsin night. So therefore, some of the Brewer games, like if they were playing the Cubs and I can't get uh, FS Wisconsin, but I could get WGN, wow. it would They're block it. It wouldn't well, be on WGN. Well, it was la- like last year. Oh. It would still say blocked out in your area. Yeah. All right. Fight Island. This is epic. The UFC is like the one last holdout when it comes to professional sports. Nelly, what's the UFC event that's upcoming? UFC 249 will be April 18th, and it's going to be somewhere on planet effing Earth. So UFC... It's been two, narrowed down to the West Coast now. 249, somewhere. Dana White, the president Ferguson of Gaethje, U, the, the president of UFC, has come out to say that he will go on with UFC 249, and he's t- calling all these journalists that try to bring him down a bunch of idiots, essentially. He won't tell anyone where it's going to be, but as RJ just said, it's, they've, they've whittled it down to the West Coast, correct? So 249 is going to go on. Is is um is Khabib fighting in it? Who's no, no. Khabib is not. He didn't he's, get the pardon he, from Putin. Nope, he's under quarantine in Russia. So does the winner of this get Khabib then? It, well, yeah. now they brought interim in, title. Yeah, Justin Gaethje will now step in and fight Tony Ferguson. It'll be for an interim belt, and then the winner will most likely fight Khabib this late summer, early fall. So Dana White has vowed that UFC 24. 24- 249 will go on as planned. And despite, Pretty decent card, Despite too. Uh, travel yeah. restrictions and limitations on large gatherings, whatever, he says it's going to go down. All right, so that's pretty Greg cool. Greg Hardy's on it. <laughs> Greg Hardy's a scumbag. He is. He's I'd like on to see the card, it, though. I'd like to see him get his ass beat. But he did last time. Yeah. They so, put him up against somebody who's decent, and he got his butt kicked. Uh, they'll probably put him up a I – don't, I don't know who he's fighting, but – and it, if it's not a name, he'll win. Uh, Unless he knees him in the head like he did. Was it a couple fights ago he got DQ'd? Oh, well, he got DQ'd because the guys... Uh, Didn't he like knee him in the head when he couldn't? Have, he shouldn't have done that? Yeah, it was an illegal knee. Yeah, and I think he did it twice. Sounds about so right. So he got tossed. And then his last fight he got knocked. Good. All right, so anyways, <laughs> UFC 249 is going to go on. But this is where UFC 250 could get wild. Dana White, in an interview with TMZ, was it yesterday, said, quote, I am a day or two away from securing a private island. I have a private island that I have secured. We're getting the infrastructure put in now, so I'm going to start doing the international fights too with international fighters because I won't be able to get international fighters into the U.S. 
I have a private island that I'm going to start flying them all in and doing fights from there. So as of April 18th, the UFC is back up and running. Dana White has bought himself his own island and will have UFC events on it. No one knows where the island is, but Dana White has bought an island. They're installing infrastructure, and they will be having UFC events on Dana White's private fight island. Yeah, and he said basically to be looking for fights every single weekend after UFC 249, which is April 18th. So UFC 249 is going to go on somewhere. Dana White hasn't said where. RJ, you said you heard it was the West Coast somewhere? Um, Yeah, this the, on the 18th is somewhere on the West Coast. They have not, they're not letting the location be known so people don't flock to it. Yes. And because he doesn't also want the journalists. What do you say about the journalists, Nelson? Call them uh, a bunch of scumbags. Effing and... scumbags. There was a lot of profanity. And he's not wrong. So UFC twenty four or two UFC two forty nine takes place wherever it's going to take place. And Dana White says they're going to do extreme measures to ensure that the company can truck along while other sporting organizations have gone into full shutdown mode. But after that, you could have a fight almost every weekend on Dana White's private private fight, fight island. island. And dude, the best part about this is the fact that he goes, yeah, and if any other pandemic-type thing comes up like this, we're going to have an insurance policy. Fight Island. <laughs> yeah, so he's preparing not only because he wants and to the, screw yeah. over the journalists, he wants to have you know security when it comes to his own uh, infrastructure and his own arena, and if there is another pandemic, if this is going to be the new norm where we got to fight some some freaking virus, Dana White is going to ensure that UFC can still go on by having Fight Island, wherever the hell it is. Incredible. It's so I assume there's going to be no crowds It's got to be like in the Caribbean, doesn't it? Has to be. My, Ooh, this yeah. is like this is like the second best version of like a island party, right behind Firefest. Firefest. <laughs> Except for this one's actually real, and then it's going to go on. Dana White. Is is he a genius? He's gonna have his own fight island where anything can go. I feel like if you were well, on, if you're in like pirate waters, and he said he's gonna use international this. waters, you can do whatever you want. Like, what's what's who is jurisdiction? I don't, we don't even know where the island is. How does that work? And then will the Somali pirates come and invade it and try to kidnap people and hold them for ransom? Could you imagine a fight between Somali pirates and a bunch of UFC fighters? It'd be insane. I hope the cameras are running for that. I'd say without guns, I feel like it'd be pretty unfair. Yeah, they would, I mean, those <laughs> Somali guys are all like, are all like got like scurvy and skinny, so like weigh like ninety going... pounds. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> I'd pay to see UFC well, fighters beat the hell out of pirates. I know Dana White also mentioned that he's going to use once they acquire this island, they're going to use it for international fights. Yeah. So that'll be like their home base for international fights. Dana White also oh, said, "Quote like all fights." He said, "We have all our own planes and everything." They're going to fly into the islands to get the fighters there, and we're going to fly them out. Yeah, and it sounds like they're going to be tested before and after. Mm-hmm. Uh, logistics could prove difficult, as a 12-fight card would include having to fly 24 fighters, their cornermen, production crew, referees, judges, UFC staff, a catering crew, and many others in and out of the island for each event. 
Who cares? It's his own fight island. And if he's got his own planes that, and he's footing the bill, what does it matter? You know who and with to... that, a lot of that stuff, um, minus refs, the fighters, and judges, it's all pretty much in-house at the, at the UFC. Yeah, I'm sure they can live on fight island. Yeah. I would totally want to live on a Caribbean tropical island. That sounds awesome. They're, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I like, just wouldn't want to catch like a, a UFC fighter on a bad day, and I cut in front of him into the breakfast buffet line. See, but then you'd also have to if, if a, a private island d- is the housing and all that already in there. Well, they're putting infrastructure. He said, "I yeah. assume so." You know, yeah. like you gotta to, have you gotta have camps. You in need there. you know who needs to uh, referee the UFC fights? Mills Lane. When you have to <laughs> when when everyone has to stay you know six feet from each other, other than the fighters. You gotta bring out that uh, Mike Beltran, the guy with the super long beard. Oh, and, yeah, and if he's close the enough, ponytails. yeah, if he's close enough to touch you with the beard, you need Your to dude. get back away, dude. How cool would Fight Island be for UFC 250 or just here on out? That would be sweet. I mean, here and then if another pandemic happens, at least we have Fight Island. Yeah, and yeah. you will have UFC <laughs> Fight Islands. I love it. We will never go without. All sports canceled ever the, again. Ever again, well, thanks to Dana White. Well, other leagues I mean, follow still suit. had fight nights and and things like that. Yeah, since. the one in Brazil. Yeah. Will other the, leagues follow suit? Well, will there be an MLB island? Will there be an NFL the, island? The reason why they did NBA island continued uh, <laughs> to be, do all these fights. It'd be hilarious if all that happens. Is because the venues themselves shut down on them. Yeah. They were still sanctioning it. Yeah. Uh, the King says, "Will Dana White sit in the middle?" In the middle high above the ring while some lady feeds him grapes. <laughs> and fans him. and Yeah, and fans him. It's like lonely he, on Mount Olympus. Like hedonism bot from Future. Do you guys ever <laughs> see the 30 for 30 on Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell? Yeah. That is great. I think maybe for a, a pay-per-view for the first ever Fight Island, I think they need to bring out Tito Ortiz versus Dana White. Dude, Dana White. <laughs> they do not like each other. Got to fight for the right for Fight Island. <laughs> What did we have pop the other day? MLB says they're eyeing up May to return. Oh, hell yeah. But then a bad thing, the NBA is saying, well, May 1st, they're going to uh, reconvene and and, and talk about what they're going to do about the 2019-2020 season. The longer this goes, the more I think we're not going to have a 2019-2020 season, a conclusion of it. And it's going to be pretty sad because the Bucs, I mean, the Bucs were the odds-on favorite to win the whole freaking thing. And now what stops them? COVID-19. Unbelievable. Maybe, that, maybe that's the conspiracy theory here, huh? The Buc- you say Okay, who's the not Bucks, Yeah, okay. You say that the Bucks were cheated in 2001. Yes, for the 76ers. Yep. The Bucks look like an odd on, odds-on favorite to at least make the NBA Finals and potentially win the NBA Finals. Yep. Is the NBA rigging it against the Bucks again? So who won because it? Who won it against the 76ers when they rigged it against the Bucks in Game Seven? The Lakers. The Lakers won it. Who would the Bucks face in the finals? Most likely the Lakers. Who unfortunately passed away, and now and another person said they're going to carry on their legacy for some reason. He made it all about him. Well, that would be Kobe and LeBron. Yep. Who who likes a national story, a feel good story of a, a Lakers legend dying, and then them awarding it to the Lakers? Wouldn't that be like the national media? Yeah, most people. Who's owned by China? NBA. And LeBron, right? I've never heard Giannis come out and say anything about China or stuff. I could totally see this being rigged up to stop the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> but in reality, uh, which, I mean, maybe it's not uh, far away I from mean, reality. Is it? 
Is it though? I, I mean, if, if baseball's know. creeping up saying it's uh getting closer and closer to a start date, NFL sounds like by all accounts they're gonna be ready to roll for uh their uh summer camps. I, why is the NBA getting cold feet here? Weren't they the first ones that were proposing Bahamas? Yep. Yeah, and casino, casino in Las, in Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, why are they yeah. getting cold feet now? I don't know, but it's very intriguing. Very intriguing. So, all right. So, you just know, because LeBron James came out and said that he didn't know well, if he wanted to, did play? you see LeBron saying this? LeBron, man, I'm gonna say I could do like I, an I used hour to love, just ripping him. I used to love LeBron James. I think, but this past year and a half, this past yeah, year, exactly. Yikes, he's had some tough looks. I. Every time LeBron James made it to an NBA championship, I rooted for him to win. Oh, yeah. Because you want to see greatness. He was extremely good. But this year and a half has just been taxing. It's been kind of eye-opening on LeBron James, for sure. So, anyways, the NBA said they're going to meet on May 1st to maybe get an answer. But the longer this goes, the more I think they're – I don't know if they're going to crown a 2019-2020 champion. Because in an interview yesterday, Adam Silver was talking about – the commissioner Adam Silver was talking about – how eventually it's going to start creeping into next year, and that's going to be a problem. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, then MLB came out to say that they're going to play in Arizona, possibly play starting in middle, late May in Arizona at the spring training facilities. And then the NFL, uh, they're going to have their draft. It's all going to be virtual. We'll talk about that upcoming, but they dropped this little nugget on us. The NFL 2010's all-decade team. A lot of interesting names on here. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady were uh, your 2010 all-decade quarterbacks. A lot of people saying Drew Brees got snubbed and that Aaron Rodgers shouldn't have been there, Rowdy. It should have been Drew Brees. What? You think about that for a second. I I heard a lot of people crying on Twitter about that. Uh, Running backs, the timeless classic Frank Gore, Marshawn Lynch, LaShawn McCoy, and Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson was unanimous, and quarterback Tom Brady so far unanimous. Aaron Rodgers was not unanimous. Wide receivers, Antonio Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, Kelvin Johnson, and Julio Jones. So far, do you have any Do you have any um, problems with this list so far? Tom uh, Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Frank Gore, Marshawn Lynch, LaShawn McCoy, Adrian Peterson, Antonio uh, – Adrian Peterson. I think the two that I would really question – would be Frank Gore. Frank, well, Frank Gore is. I feel well, like, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I feel like that's just because of time, right? Like he was always available. Yeah, like it's not that he was the best running back for those ten years or one of the better ones. He was honestly just there the whole time. That's pretty impressive, though, in the NFL as a running back to be available and there for an entire decade, again, as a running back? Like, has Frank Gore really been relevant in the NFL other than being available than when he played for the San Francisco 49ers, when he was, like, legitly a top-five running back in the NFL? I I I feel like he's just been hanging on forever. Well, that's impressive alone because what's the – I mean, the shelf life of an NFL player is three to four years, but if you're a running back, that's, like, one of the most demanding positions. You You get – chewed up and spit out as a running back. Lash- or, uh, Marsha- or, Frank Gore has been able to be there and relevant for an entire decade, which is Frank, phenomenal. Frank Gore will turn 37 before this football season. 
Doesn't he have a son too that's just coming into college? Yeah, that's that's an eighteen year old kid that's gonna be a freshman in college. And he's gonna he's a running back too, right? I uh, think so. I'm not sure, but but anyways, all right. So, so maybe you could talk about Frank Gore, I guess. Just because he was. What about wide like, receivers? Antonio Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, Kelvin Johnson, Julio Jones. Larry Fitzgerald. No, there's a guy that's timeless I think, too. I think those are pretty solid picks for sure. I, Flex was Darren Sproles. <sighs> all decades team, the flex position, Darren Sproles. For a guy that's like five four, I get and it. has been around for as long as he has. I get it if you want to say. You know, he's a tweener. He's he's a guy that can He also made it on special teams as a punt returner. I so he's a flex and punt returner for the all decade team. When's the last time Darren Sproles played a legit full season and was like successful? A while ago. I feel like But Eagles like I get it if you want to give him that award from two thousand and ten to like two thousand fourteen. All right, so then moving on, tight ends, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, that's a given. Travis Kelsey. Was Kelsey even around long enough? I I remember Kelsey being more relevant at the end of the 2010s. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but I guess who else like, are you going to give it to? What other tight ends out there would you give it to? I guess when it comes Jimmy to Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Graham, or you could say for availability. Oh, why is his name escaping me right now? The old timer that's played forever, uh, the Panthers. Um, oh, Greg Olson. Greg Olson. Jason Witten. Jason Witten. There's a huge name, and then you could have. Um, why can't I think of the guy, uh, Chargers? Oh, Antonio, Antonio Gates. Gates. That guy, I, dude, how long is Antonio Gates? Hasn't been in the league like 14, 15 Since years? From like the mid-2000s. Now, there's a guy also that's timeless. All right, so Travis Kelsey's a question. Um, for tackles, yeah. you have Jason Peters, Tyrone Smith, Joe Staley, Joe Thomas was unanimous. And then Jari Evans for guard. He played with the Packers for a year. Logan uh, Mankins. Zach Martin, uh, Yanda, Mar- Marshall Yanda, he was unanimous. He Cent- just retired. Yep, center Alex Mack, center Marquise Pouncey. Remember when Marquise Pouncey was wearing his free Hernandez hats? When the Pouncey brothers were wearing, uh, they wanted to free Aaron Hernandez before he killed himself in prison? That was a tough scene. Still but a good player. Still a good player. <laughs> uh, defense, uh, we got uh, Cameron Jordan, defensive end. Julius Peppers. I uh, was on the Packers 2016 to 2018. Also, you know, longtime Panther. He was a beast. J.J. Watt, unanimous. There's no question about that. Defensive tackle, Geno Atkins, Fletcher Cox, Aaron Donald was unanimous. Indomitus Sue, he's on there. As much as, as Packer fans hate Indomitus Sue, you got to admit that he is a, he's a beast. Yeah, he's been really good for almost a decade. Just don't let him step on your nuts because he'll get you. Luke Keekley. For linebacker, Chandler Jones, Khalil Mack, Von Miller is unanimous. Uh, linebackers, more linebackers, Bobby Wagner, Patrick Willis. Cornerbacks, you have Patrick Peterson. Patrick yeah. Willis was such a beast. Yeah. He retired early. Patrick Peterson, cornerback. Darrell Revis, you have Revis Island. Richard Sherman. Safety, you have Eric Berry. Earl Thomas, dude, Earl Thomas, yoked. That guy is a beast. Safety, Eric Weedle. And then finally for defense, you have uh, DBs, Chris Harris Jr. and the Honey Badger. Yeah, I would question those two. Same. I think the I think they nailed the corners. Patrick Peterson, Darrell, Darrell Revis, Revis, Richard, and Sherman. Richard Sherman. Totally. And then specialists were punter, Johnny Hecker and Shane Leckler. Kicker, Stephen Gutowski and Justin Tucker. Tucker, unanimous. Punt returner Tyreek Hill. 
and Darren Sproles, who we talked about, they nailed this one. Devin Hester for kick return. Dude's a beast. And Cordell Patterson. And then coaches, Bill Belichick, no-brainer. And this is the one that I didn't – Pete Carroll was the 2010 All-Decade coach. Why Pete Carroll? You could make you honestly could make the case for Mike McCarthy. You could make the case for um, Andy Reid. You could make the case for uh, the Ravens Harbaugh. Why Pete Carroll? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, probably Mike McCarthy made the playoffs eight years in a row, and you know, obviously part of the Mike McCarthy fan club. What he lost one and went to one. So you've been to two, lost one. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl and, lost and then he lost one. another one. Yeah, but how? I mean, compare NFC Championship games and how many times they make the playoffs. I mean, he Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy beats him there. Technically, I mean, he did beat McCarthy head to head in fourteen. True, but who's been to more playoffs, Mike McCarthy? And then you can make the case for you know the Ravens Harbaugh, and then Andy Reid. I know he didn't win a Super Bowl, but you yeah, he could, did. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would count the decade. No, I mean, does that count for the yeah. 2010s? Yeah. Because it's a 2010s. Then you could throw that season. up there. So, why wouldn't Andy Reid be up there? That's what I don't get the Pete Carroll one. That's the one that kind of, um, I don't know. I think it's makes because me scratch my head. Essentially, since the Pete Carroll took over the Seahawks, I mean, they, they won a Super Bowl. They were, what, a yard away from winning another Super Bowl? AK, run the ball. And then he beats McCarthy head to head. Plus, they've been—I don't—I don't know offhand how many playoff appearances, but they've had it seems like almost every year they're in the playoffs. I mean, I could see where you could argue it. I can see why you can argue. Well, like I, I totally, you could totally argue it. I mean, he won it. He's there. There's just other I, coaches that you could put a possibly put above him. So I just I, I want to know how they came to the. I want to know how they came to Pete Carroll. You know, we already questioned some of the other picks with positions, but the one we didn't really touch on. Why was Tom Brady unanimous? <laughs> Ghostbusters right now is taking on Roadhouse, and Ghostbusters is winning. And Nelson told me he didn't want Ghostbusters to win because he's not a paranormal ghost kind of guy, and he doesn't really get down with, you don't really like the 80s movies, right? Yeah, and I just, I've seen parts, and I just don't But feel then like it's during as funny. the Sports Flash right there, Nelson drops a bomb on me that he used to watch the Sci Fi channel, and he loved this ghost show where they hunted, it was called Ghost Hunters on Sci Fi. Dude, it was a good show. And the guy's day job is a roto rooter. He he's like a plumber. He he fixes people's unclogged people's drains, and then he hunts ghosts at night. That sounds exactly like the Ghostbusters. I'm These serious. are and you you are talking smack and don't want to see the Ghostbusters, but you love. Here's an ad I found on YouTube for the guy Jason Hawes, roto rooter service technician and star of TV's Ghost Hunters. After so many years on TV, people recognize me as the guy to call when they think their house is haunted. But people also call me at Roto-Rooter Plumbing and Drain Service. Everyone knows Roto-Rooter is the company to call for clogged sewers and drains, but we can fix any plumbing problem. And now, water damage too. So next time you hear pipes rattling in your walls, your toilet flushed at 2 a.m., don't call a ghost hunter, call Roto-Rooter. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Dude, that was the That's be- incredible. That was the But you're best. hating on the on Ghostbusters the movie? That was the best ghost hunting show you Listen, could watch. I'm serious, you should have watched it. You this missed This guy out. is a is a roto rooter technician 
who pretends to find ghosts to get more business for his roto rooter business, but you don't want to watch Ghostbusters? I'm telling you, you need to. I don't even know if they this have it in the archives and sci-fi. You're blowing my mind. I mean, I'm sure like, it's a good show. This wasn't a movie. This was real life. This, 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 Nelson, this guy, I think, pretends to hunt ghosts to get more business for his Roto-Rooter service. It worked. And you oh, don't, don't want to watch Ghostbusters? I've never called Roto-Rooter. I've called a Roto-Rooter guy. Uh, man, I wish I could give his name right now. I his name's John. I watched What's the show, video? but I never called a Roto-Rooter. Well, I was going to call a Roto-Rooter because I, I live in an old neighborhood, and I have this gigantic tree in my front yard. And about eight, 70 to 90 mi- uh, feet down my line, the roots would come in because it was an old tree. Ghost so Hunters I'd have to call John. I wish I could remember the, who he works for, so I'd give him a shout-out. Um, I would call John, and he'd come over, and he'd do his little Roto-Rooter thing and get me up and running again. But I never, it never dawned on me to ask him if he ever does paranormal activity if he goes and searches for ghosts. Here, here's the. Uh, Why don't you watch Ghostbusters? Here's a little blurb for Ghost Hunters, which debuted Nelson, in 2004. A, you'll watch a roto rooter guy who hunts ghosts on the side, but you won't watch Ghostbusters. They made it 12 seasons. Yeah, but Ghostbusters is timeless. If I were to poll people, I bet you the majority of people would know Ghostbusters over Ghost Hunters. And the, the majority roto, of people, and the roto rooter guy. The majority of people I'm not saying the don't know bad. what's good for them either. So, <laughs> Nelson, hating on pop, hating on huge pop culture phenomenons like Ghostbusters doesn't make you cool or interesting. It just makes you an idiot. Here, here's the description. Okay, a pair see. of plumbers moonlight as Ghostbusters for clients who report paranormal phenomena. Jason Hawes and Grant Wilson. I knew his little buddy was Grant. Founded Taps, the Atlantic paranormal society in 1990 as an extension of their interest in the paranormal and since that time they have made it their life's work when they're not unclogging drains that is (laughs) to help individuals or groups throughout the country who feel they have been affected by seemingly unexplained disturbances grant left taps and the show in 2012 leaving jason as the team's lead investigator it made it 12 seasons started in 04 this was like prime TV viewing time for me. Here's a video for Roto Rooter. What if it's paranormal plumbing activity? Jason Hawes, Roto Rooter. We're here to investigate some possible paranormal activity. What's going on? There are noises coming from the other room. Come on. It's in here. All right. Is it a ghost? No. The only thing paranormal here? Is your plumbing? Jesus. Don't let plumbing problems scare this you. Wasn't, that Call wasn't Roto-Rooter. the show, though. We're the water experts. We put water where it should be. Just get in the field. Like that was <laughs> that was the show was like legit. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, dude. You you won't watch Ghostbusters, which is a pop culture phenomenon. It's, it's iconic. But you love a show about hunting ghosts. A guy, a, guy loved. Just, a guy just uses it to get more business for his Roto-Rooter service. <laughs> it was it was some of sci-fi's best programming. It, this is incredible. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying How this many is, TV shows can say they made it 12 seasons? These guys were plumbers that turned... To turn to paranormal activity and then went back to plumbing because they never found a damn ghost. Do you think if they found a ghost, they would, they would have not... If they would have found a ghost, you know, would they be Roto-Rooters again? 
no, you'd probably do that full time. Yeah, you'd probably be a full time ghost hunter you if you found a ghost. You know who's the absolute worst for like shows like that? <laughs> it's the guy. Um, oh, he's on Travel Channel. I think Andrew's, his name. Is, no, 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 his name is Josh. And he does. Um, I'm not. Uh, do I strike you as a guy that watches a lot of Travel Channel? <laughs> I think he, he might be on Sci-Fi too. His name is Josh. This is not helping me with the just. I gotta name find Josh. this. I got. He's you, on the Travel Channel, and his name is Josh. What does he, What does he do? I assume like, he's traveling somewhere because he's on the Travel Channel. Oh, is he a rotorooter? Fi- no, 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 no. What's his oh. business? Does he got a business? He like travels around and like. Is he like trying to sell me? Like he's like the guy that's like looking for like a chupacabra and stuff like that. Oh, the guy. Oh. I can't remember what he's the like, show's called. He's like trying to find yeah, like different like creatures like and the, stuff. The jackalope, like the rabbit with the deer yeah, horns. Or prove if they're fake or real. Yeah, his name is Josh. I can't remember what it. I think that was on the Travel Channel. Could have also been on Sci-Fi. I can't remember the name of the show, and it's <laughs> bugging me. But that guy stinks. That guy is that terrible. Guy stinks. He never finds anything. If you want they to talk never, about, here's the thing: all the, none of those guys ever find anything. They never find a single thing. Oh, go at least Ghost Hunters. You at get least like this a, Jason Hawes guy can find a clog in a drain and unplug no, it with no, no, his no, roto rooter, no. but he's never found a ghost. You'll hear like you'll get like creepy audio. You'll see like some apparitions. You'll see, you know, you see some of that stuff, like maybe something floating. Right. This Josh guy literally finds nothing, and he's like, here's some tracks, even though they're like clearly deer tracks. This could be the chupacabra. This could be the chupacabra. And it's <laughs> just, just get out of here, Yo, dude. Something. All right, you just sparked a – we're doing this topic tomorrow. Best – what kind of what – what, what would you even call those shows? Reality. Like best cheesy crap shows. Like I would throw like Chris Angel's Mind Freak up there. Your roto rooter guy that hunts ghosts on the side. There's that Zach Baggins guy that is like, oh, what the hell is that show he does? Come oh, on. I found it. I found it. Expedition Unknown with oh. Josh Gates, the Travel Channel. God. I found it. Uh, Ghost Adventures. That's also on that's Travel Channel series, Ghost Adventures of Zach Baggins. They always, always say they find a ghost, and then when they come back from commercial, there's never a ghost. Show me a ghost. It's because you weren't watching Taps and the Roto-Rooter guys. <laughs> they never they found find a ghost. evidence. If they, they find evidence. If the Roto-Rooter guys found a ghost, they wouldn't still be Roto-Rooters. Am I wrong in thinking that? Well, it depends on if, if you uh, found a ghost. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I would throw, um, what was that uh, Finding Sasquatch with that dude's name, like Moneymaker? Bobo. Bobo on it. You can hear the squatch. You hear that you hear that knocking? There's a squatch. That's a squatch knocking on the tree in the woods. Actually, dude, I think it's you just knocking on a fence you're standing by. That Bobo guy who <laughs> I think that Bobo guy is Sasquatch. I think they found Sasquatch in that Bobo dude and they put a hat on him. They just made him Hey, look at this. He's wearing a hat called Gone Squatch and we'll call him Bobo. They found a Sasquatch. They're just making money off of it. Okay. This might jo- the Josh Gates one. The expedition unknown. <laughs> that that is terrible because he never finds anything. Never, but you know, none of them ever find anything. That's the thing, though. You know what tops it? You know what's even worse than him? What? This one might be the worst. Mountain monsters. Oh where you God! Have 
those hillbillies that are, I think, basically using home cameras, filming it, <laughs> and they put it on. Is that Discovery? <laughs> They're like from like the Appalachian Mountains. Those to, people are the worst. All right, tomorrow we're gonna They're talk all, best. They're all like obese. Well, I mean, what are, like, what are you consider? Are these shows like reality, like cheesy reality shows? Like what's Bear Grylls, um, Man vs. Wild? I'd say that's a reality. Because I don't want to burst anyone's bubble here, but Bear, Bear Grylls was staying in hotels. <laughs> during the filming of this stuff. Like, he wasn't... Yes, he was doing it, but afterwards, they'd helicopter him out of there, and he'd go stay in, like, a cabin or in a hotel. But Derek Grills isn't out there actually, like, doing... Uh, he is, but he isn't. Do you know... Like, what are we... Campy reality shows? Like, River Monsters. That's one of my favorite ones. I love Where fishing. they're actually fishing, right? I love fishing. That guy legitimately goes out there and catches the fish. Well, that's like... Have you River ever, Monsters is have awesome. Have you ever seen Mountain Men? Yes. On history. Like, those yes. guys are out there doing it. Jeremy I'm, Wade, I think that's his name for River Monsters. I'm talking, have you ever seen Mountain Monsters? That, is that the one where they're trying to find, like, the Yeti and stuff? They're trying to find, like, the Wolfman and, like, all this other stuff. That was the episode where my- Right here, Mountain Monsters. Oh, it's bad. There are creatures both legendary and unidentified roaming the Appalachian Mountains, and a band of hardcore hunters and trappers have made it their life's work to investigate them. I think what this is 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 a bunch of hillbillies in the Appalachian Mountains got drunk off their own supply of moonshine and thought they saw something, so they continued to just get drunk off moonshine and walk around, I'm sorry, stumble around the woods. Yeah, for anyone that has never seen this show or doesn't know or hasn't seen the guys we're trying to describe, picture like a non-corporate duck dynasty, but like no. More homeless. No, I never once would thought I've heard non-corporate duck dynasty. <laughs> Think of the duck dynasty guys, but with less teeth and less brain cells. <laughs> yes. And, and they're hammered off of moonshine in the Appalachian Mountains. And they don't have any money. <laughs> There's Yeah, they got no money. But the, that was the episode we were watching it, and we had to stop it and pause it, because like, I think because they were in this haunted like house where this... I think it was a chupacabra or like something was supposed Jesus. to be living in there. Yeah. I kid you not, we stopped the TV and play it frame by frame, and you can see like a middle middle school aged boy walk by in like a bed sheet slowly by the door when you when you freeze it and zoom in. It was like the worst thing ever. Jesus. Like okay. when you have that technology where you can stop, pause it, and still see people clearly that are supposed to be acting like you know, like it's haunted or ghosts. Time to turn off that. Time to end that show. All right. One of like taps. They actually debunked things. Like they looked into. <laughs> like these guys. We're are just talking fraud. about this these tomorrow. These guys are frauds. Irrelevant TV shows. One of the greatest shows ever made. I stopped watching it a couple of years ago. I think it might still be on, but it definitely has jumped the shark. But one of the greatest shows ever made, and you got to go and watch seasons like one through four. The Alaskan Bush People. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, well, here's One the thing. One of the greatest shows ever, a bunch of, and it's not real. It's kind of real, but it's not real. A bunch of hillbillies that have summer teeth. And when I say summer teeth, summer here and summer there. They don't got a full set. Couple up top, couple on the bottom, summer teeth. They live in the woods, and they're... A few cards short of a full deck, and they've. And since that stopped, Alaskan Bush yeah, people. since they stopped airing, I don't think they've taken a shower. Now I don't know if this is an autocorrect, but my buddy Camp says Alaskan Bush porn is the best. 
Did you mean Alaskan bush people? Because if you're watching Alaskan bush porn and it's a parody of the Alaskan bush people, yikes. <laughs> that's grimy. I think you're scratching the bottom of a barrel for porn, and that's a big, giant barrel. Camp, I hope you were just joking around there. See, and I think we... Oh, he says, no, I wasn't joking. Oh. We're going to have to dig into what we consider, or what category we're putting these... Uh, Shows into because the real world. Now that okay, was a show. I'm putting. We're not putting the real world or road rule into that this category. <laughs> you need like we got to figure out what the category is called. The ghost hunting, the the finding the <laughs> like creatures, the, like the reality the adventure and the hillbillies in the woods and the Alaskan bush people. Stuff. Reality adventure shows. Yeah, reality adventure shows like River Monsters. I think is a phenomenal show. Do you, do you remember MTV Next? Oh God, <laughs> yes.